to the ether today is tuesday january 31st 2023 today on the ether the evmos community call let's take a listen all righty welcome everybody to yet another evmos community call with you always as your co-host uh with the main evmos account it's me uh alongside me are my two other co-hosts for this call we've got kilo and of course, co-founder of Evmos, Federico. How's it going, folks? Hope you're doing well. Hey, um, all good here. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's going pretty good. Super. Folks, if you can hear me, just let's do a mic check real quick. Just, uh, you, know, you know, 100 React or something. Uh, let me see some emojis out in the audience here. Amazing, amazing, okay. Perfect. Thanks for that. Um, we've got a stacked agenda for everybody today. Uh, first of all, we're going to go through and talk about uh, the upcoming V11 upgrade that's happening this week. Um, so the the year is off to a bombastic start. We're just a month in, and already we're, we've got the second upgrade of the year coming down the pipeline. And Federico, is gonna be kind enough to, to walk us through that uh, in just a little bit. Um, in addition to that, we've got <clears throat> uh, speakers up here from uh, Stride with a super exciting announcement. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's Riley. Um, so we'll be talking to him in uh, a little bit. And then after that, we've also got uh, Flipside Crypto up here as well. So, all right. Uh, Fede, why don't we go ahead and start with uh, you? What's coming in in Evmos's V11 upgrade? Uh, what can we expect, and when is it happening? Yeah, um, it's only been a month since our last upgrade, and uh, we um, at the Evmos engineering team have been very busy shipping the latest uh, features and improvements for our Velof community. So. Um, as part of this B11 upgrade, what what is included in this upgrade? So the main um, the main functionality that we're adding to this upgrade is the IVC uh, interchain accounts host functionality, and this is also why we have here uh, Ridley and and the Stride team. Thank you for joining us today, and um, that will. That interchain account host functionality will enable um, liquid staking zones and other liquid staking providers, like Strat in this case, to be able to um, support liquid staking for Evmos and, and offer liquid staking services um, for our users. Besides the uh, interchain account support, uh, we are also uh, doing the distribution of the incentivized testnet rewards, uh, so the ones for the ones that participated participated um, earlier last year in the uh, Olympus Mons incentivized testnet, uh, those rewards will be finally distributed. Those rewards will be um, delegated to validators in the set. Um, and the user will have to unbond if uh, they want to have those tokens to be liquid or they can redelegate to other validators as well. They have multiple options in, in that case. And um, we also have some uh, uh, dependency upgrades and my, uh, minor improvements and other uh, bugs. Quish it, uh, we squished some bugs as well as part of this upgrade. But the biggest, um, as I mentioned, the biggest 
uh, functionalities that we're supporting now and these interchain accounts, host functionality to support liquid staking um, providers like Stride and the, the, the distribution of the incentive testnet rewards. Super. And before we move on to our, our next topic here, I really want to hammer this point home that um, the upgrades that uh, the core team has been putting out for Evmos have come in quick succession. And the reason for that, as some of you, uh, you know, may have been pointing out on the on the on the Twitter timeline, on the Twitter feed, is that Evmos is ready to roll out its roadmap uh, publicly fairly soon. Uh, and with a roadmap comes a renewed sense of mission, a vision, and focus on what's important for the Evmos network and the Evmos chain as far as the, the, the Evmos core development team sees it. Of course, with input from the community and continuing to take input from the community um, throughout 2023 and the forthcoming years. Um, and with that, um, as the first item to be fulfilled on the roadmap, as you'll see once it's published, we've got liquid staking, which Federico mentioned. And with that, it's it's a good segue into, into our next speaker from Stride here, uh, Riley. How's it going? Great. Thanks for having me. Excited to talk about this. Of course. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and maybe uh, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, for those who may not know, um, you know, what Stride is and uh, what you're doing here. Of course. So I'm Riley, one of the co-founders of Stride. I started in Cosmos about two years ago. Before that, I was at uh, Berkeley and then a hedge fund Bridgewater. But two years ago, I jumped in to running some validator infrastructure on a few Cosmos chains. And I began to see what sets Cosmos apart. I saw osmosis modifying anti-handlers to charge gas for transactions of certain types, but not others, and having a user experience that feels just as crisp as a centralized exchange. I saw Evmos deploying an app store where developers get paid for deploying their applications. And the app chain and interoperability vision really floored me, but I didn't really see much DeFi in Cosmos. So I started to ask myself, why does Ethereum have vibrant DeFi, but Cosmos DeFi is still in its infancy? And at Stride, I think it really boils down to a simple question of trade-offs. Why would you LP your tokens on Osmosis for 40% when you can simply stake them and earn over 100, um, for example, with Evmos? Financially, it really makes no sense to use Cosmos DeFi when you can earn twice as much by simply staking. Compare this with ETH DeFi, where the staking yields only 4%. Plenty of DeFi opportunities on ETH offer more than that. So ETH DeFi is pretty popular because simply put, the best place to earn your yield. Um, so we decided that to realize the app chain vision in Cosmos, we're going to need to solve this problem. We call it the DeFi hurdle rate. So what's the hurdle rate? Basically, DeFi competes with native staking, um, and native staking defines the hurdle rate. So on Osmosis, that's 40%. On Juno, it's 40 The hub is 20 Evmos is, is actually the highest at 106 uh, I checked this morning which means that for Evmos DeFi to be attractive, you need 106% yield on Evmos DeFi. Um, now, if we could somehow set that to zero, there's a flood of incredible DeFi products about to launch on Cosmos. I could list them off for uh, five, 10 minutes here. I'll, I'll bury the pain, but there are a ton coming. And the eye-opening realization about liquid staking is that the DeFi hurdle rate is not really an economic trade-off. It's more of a technical limitation. You really can do both staking and DeFi. So how does Stride do that? We use IBC to, one, stake various chains native tokens, like Atom. Two, return staked versions of those tokens, like ST Atom. And three, use those staked tokens throughout Cosmos DeFi. So liquid stakers are simultaneously earning staking rewards and DeFi rewards. And when they want to unstake, they exit the DeFi position, they unbond from Stride, and they receive their accumulated staking rewards. So that's what we're deploying on Evmos as soon as the V11 upgrade goes out. Gotcha. And how, how soon is, will that be? So I think V11 is coming this week. Tomorrow. Uh, when, 
to yeah v11 is is landing tomorrow um and so you know how soon after that will will stride, Sorry, uh, stride be no tomorrow uh thursday <laughs> yeah i guess it really depends on on what time zone you're in but sure later this week let's just say how soon after that will will stride be ready for for go time it's a great question and today is a special day because it is um 14 days from the day that stride will launch on evmos we're launching on feb 13th so if you want to liquid stake with stride today's the ideal day to unbond your tokens they'll be back in your account and then you can liquid stake them as soon as stride goes live on the 13th so two mondays from today super so once again what that means is that you can have your tokens stake with stride but then use the what's called the liquid staking derivative in evmos DeFi or elsewhere um in a, in a in a more capital efficient manner, I suppose. Yeah, and the mo the most basic use case of STFMOS is to just hold it. And, and um, a little known fact about the internals of Stride is we auto compound all the liquid stake tokens every six hours, or for EVMOS it's daily. Um, but just by holding STFMOS, your yield increases substantially, up, goes up by fifty percent at least, uh, from one hundred and five to one hundred fifty because of this auto compounding. So simply holding the tokens is probably the, the best thing to do at launch. And then I'll share some alpha now that uh, we have some folks on the call. Um, thanks for uh, showing up today. Uh, so shortly after launch, we're hoping to see SDFMOS integrated into Nitron DMAX's lending market. This will allow you to use SDFMOS as collateral. And shortly after that, we're hoping to see it integrated into UMI's lending market. Uh, we just need to set up some oracles for them. A uh, simple use case for these markets is leverage staking. First, you liquid stake EVMOS with Stride to get STFMOS. Then you provide that STFMOS as collateral to borrow some more EVMOS. You then liquid stake the new EVMOS you borrowed. Now you're earning staking yield on both your original EVMOS and the new EVMOS for something closer to 200%. Of course, you need to be very, very careful about your borrowing limits. And most people really should start with simple liquid staking before trying anything like leverage staking. Simple liquid staking is enough to earn about 50% more on your EVMOS. Shortly after launching these lending markets, we're uh, planning to integrate on a bunch of EVMOS-specific DeFi protocols, but those will be announced in future meetings. Exciting stuff. Um, great. What else, Riley, would you want the audience to know, um, either in the days leading up to launch and following? Yeah, it's a great question. There will be some governance proposals going up on the EVMOS uh, governance forum to uh, get the community involved in wrapping the SD assets so that they can be used in EVMOS DeFi. So keep an eye out for that. And then keep an eye on the EVMOS and Stride Twitters. There'll be a bunch of announcements about all the integrations upcoming, how to use them. Um, another idea we've been thinking about, but it's pretty early in the process, but I think it's pretty exciting is that most protocols hold tons of native tokens. They're basically undiversified. I think Tricky from the EVMOS community has talked about protocol token swaps in Cosmos. For example, Osmosis could swap some Osmo protocol tokens for EVMOS's EVMOS protocol tokens. While this helps diversify the project, swaps are pretty expensive because if the swap tokens can't be staked, they're getting inflated away. And in EVMOS's case, it's over 100% per year. So it doesn't make a ton of sense to hold those. So why not swap ST Osmo and ST Evmos instead? This way, the protocols doing the swaps earn inflation, and now protocols all around Cosmos can hold Evmos tokens in this way. Early idea, but something we're pretty excited about exploring. For sure, that's the first I'm hearing about it. But definitely understanding that uh, protocols, aka L1s. Here can can swap not just native assets but yield bearing assets like like uh, LSTs, liquid staking derivatives. I think is definitely exciting. Something hopefully uh, the community can look into more in the coming weeks. Uh, Kilo, you unmuted. You had something to say? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I saw that conversation going on, and you know, uh, hi everyone. For those that don't know me, I'm uh, Kilo. I'm the head of community for the Evmos Core Development Team, um, and keeping to the community theme. 
uh, with these kind of conversations and topics, how exactly has the community helped to shape Stride and Stride's narrative and their vision and direction? How how is that community integration go for you? You're muted, Riley. In case you're you're speaking. Uh, sorry, I, I I couldn't hear Kilo speaking. Uh, I, I may have missed. Did he say something? Yeah, uh, Kilo, could you do you mind repeating your question? Yeah, yeah, sure. That's no problem. I just said uh, keeping on the community theme because I saw that I saw that same kind of conversation um, from Tricky that you were pointing out. But on the community side, how has the community helped shape and drive Stride? How how have they helped uh, you sure know push Stride to where you are? I cannot. Oh, you you just can't hear Kilo in general. Okay, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I can, I can is funny sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that is so strange. I wonder. I hope the audience can can hear him at the very least, but. Uh, yeah, essentially what Kilo is asking here is um, how has the community uh, helped shape Stride, uh, Stride's journey? So, so Kilo is our, our head of community uh, and co-host on, on these community calls. And he just wanted to kind of in the same vein as, as what you were mentioning, uh, like a, a community-driven strategy around uh, potentially doing token swaps. You know, how, how else has the community helped shape uh, Stride's journey? And then I have one more follow-up question after that. Yeah, that's a very good question. So the community has been pretty instrumental. They proposed the whole 2023 roadmap. Uh, you can follow that on, on Twitter or on Commonwealth. But uh, a member from the community gathered a bunch of feedback from Discord, from Telegram, from Twitter, collated it, put it on Commonwealth as a signaling proposal. And that has defined our development roadmap for the upcoming year. They also voted through Prop 8. This is an exciting one for Stride. Basically, it redirects the protocol commission fee, so 10% of all staking rewards to Stride stakers. So staking Stride now earns inflation from Adam, Osmo, Evmo, Stars, Juno. And um, funny enough, uh, a community dev contributor is working on this. The, the Notional team is working to build that. Um, the community also writes governance proposals to propose integrations with new DeFi platforms. For example, we expect them to put up uh, we expect to see them uh, help put up proposals to convert SD Atom, SD Evmos, SD Juno, SD Osmo into smart contract wrapped versions on the Evmos blockchain so that they can integrate with Evmos DeFi. Um, we've also received a lot of helpful feedback from the community that's kind of helped steer the vision of the project, uh, but I'll, I'll pause there. Gotcha. Um... We have a few community questions before I, I, I share my own. Um, Mr. And, and I'm kind of reading this. I, I actually think we can address these questions in the Q&A section at the end. Um, but keep in mind, let's circle back that there are some community questions coming in from uh, folks in the Evmos community as well. And so I'm excited to, to have you maybe interact with those, Riley, as well. Um, my, my last question here, uh, or, or one of the... Uh, last ones is how does liquid staking on Cosmos differ from Ethereum? That's that's one I hear quite often, um, and I know that there are quite a number of, of players in the liquid staking space on Ethereum, and that's fairly uh, mature um, at this point in time. Um, whereas the liquid staking space in Cosmos is still quite young, and you guys are kind of trailblazing uh, in that sphere along with a few other folks. Um, so how do you, you know, where do you, where do you see the differences and maybe even similarities there? And, uh, how do you see things evolving in a similar or a different way in Cosmos versus Ethereum? It's a fantastic question. So current approaches to liquid staking like Lido on non-Cosmos chains like Ethereum or Solana, they use smart contracts. So basically they deploy a smart contract onto each blockchain on which they want to host liquid staking. but the fundamental difference in Cosmos is that crypto is fragmented across chains. Lido doesn't work across chains. They have to deploy a new smart contract to every chain. And Cosmos DeFi in particular is built on app chains, I think over 50 of them now. So smart contracting based liquid staking solutions like Lido don't really work here because for first of all, many Cosmos chains like Atom don't even support smart contracts. So you can't deploy smart contracts there, of course. Um, and deploying smart contract on uh, Cosmos chains requires a custom smart contract for every chain because the Cosmos versions are different and some are permissioned, some aren't. There's a lot of custom uh, state machine logic on each chain. Uh, 
So it's a lot of extra work. And then third, you compromise security because every time you build a new custom smart contract, you have to get re-audited. Um, you start from zero in terms of uh, the trust from the community. So we decided to build something different. We're the first liquid staking provider that can support the multi-chain ecosystem. Uh, so today it can support every Cosmos chain. And how does it work? Basically, we use IBC V3, which is the upgraded version of IBC that not only supports token transfers, but also allows you to query data on other blockchains, as well as control accounts on other blockchains, kind of like uh, Pups here. Um, and it uses interchain accounts and interchain queries to open accounts on uh, the Cosmos Hub, on Evmos after the 11 upgrade, and to send remote procedure calls that will basically uh, instruct those accounts to stake tokens, to reinvest them, to undelegate them, and everything that other liquid staking platforms do via smart contracts, we do it via IBC. Um, in terms of the roadmap, uh, I think the main difference uh, through time is going to be that uh, app chain based liquid staking, the, the, the way that Stride and Quicksilver and PStake are building it, uh, will probably prove to scale more easily. You can onboard a new chain very quickly. It takes about an hour once that chain supports all the ICA host requirements. And then there's also a safety trade-off. Um, when you have an app chain based liquid staking platform, you basically have a track record um, and all the security features are built into the chain. They don't need to start from zero every time you add a new chain. Gotcha. That was quite the thorough breakdown. Uh, well, Riley, it's been fantastic having you on the call. I know that you and the Stride Zone account uh, are, are in the audience here. Um, and so I you know, recommend if anyone wants to keep up with the latest announcements and updates from Stride team, uh, do do give them a follow. Um, but question for Riley, you know, where where can the community sort of chime in? Where can they contribute? Uh, what kind of contributions and feedback are you looking for? And generally, where can uh, folks find you to learn more? Yeah, great question. Uh, we're on Discord, Twitter, Telegram. We do Twitter Spaces pretty often. Uh, so jump in there. We would love product feedback. Uh, that's that's the biggest thing. We've heard time and time again from the community that uh, safety is a big priority and integrations are big priorities. So if you have preferred integrations, specifically on Evmos, given the background of the folks in the call today, would love to hear which upcoming Evmos DeFi integrations you'd like to see ST tokens on. Um, so hop in those channels and let us know. For sure. Thanks again, Riley. Uh, and for those folks wondering uh, how they can uh, ask Riley some questions um, at the at the end of this call, um, you know, at the end of every community call, we have Q and A sections uh, where the community can ask their questions live and have them answered. And so, you know, you'll be able to raise your hand um, and and come up here on stage to ask your question. Um, otherwise, if you're too shy or if you don't have a working mic, what you can do is you can go to uh, the community Discord uh, at discord.gg slash evmos, uh, and there is a channel there called Community Q&A, uh, where you can ask your question and have it be uh, read out loud and answered live on stage. And that question can be directed at uh, anyone up here on stage, um, including uh, Riley and the strike team. Thanks again, Riley. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, 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 there's actually one detail I forgot to mention. There's a, there's an airdrop happening too. I was um, we'll probably get some questions about that from the crowd in the Q and A. I suspect that we always do. But um, there was a snapshot on December seventh. So if you were staking Evmos on December seventh, um, minimum of two hundred, maximum of a hundred thousand, anywhere in that range, then you'll be receiving a, an airdrop from Stride. Um, we don't have the full details yet, but we'll be posting them in the next few weeks. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Every time we onboard a new host zone, we, we airdrop to them to get the community involved and um, get them excited about um, liquid staking. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for letting folks know. That's really exciting.
All right. Well, thanks again to the Stride team for their time coming up here. Do stick around because there are a few questions coming in that I can see that are directed at Stride. Um, and so yeah, that'll we'll circle back uh, at the end of this call. But as for uh, you know a segue here, uh, we have uh, Avi from uh, Flipside up here. Avi, welcome. Thank you. Pumped to be here. Um, real quick, I have a couple other folks from the team here I cannot hear you, well. in case you're speaking. Um, Can you hear me now? Is is that a, a me problem, or is that uh, can anyone else hear Avi? I can hear uh, Avi. I can, it's funny, yeah, we I can switch from well. Kilo to Avi, and I can hear him, now you can't. Yeah, I can hear him too. Oh, that is so interesting. Well, Kilo, if you want to uh, take over here, because um, I cannot hear Avi, I don't know what's going on with Twitter spaces, but uh, Kilo, it's all you. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Avi, you want to go ahead and continue introductions and everything? Sure. Yeah, real quick. Uh, thanks, guys. Um, I have Jess and Ian here as well from our team. Uh, the, the the monkeys in the crowd, pink background and green background. If we could get them up here, I think they're re-requesting to speak. It'd be awesome. Uh, but while we do that, I don't know if we need to send a message to uh, to the host there. But while we get them up, yeah, hope to be here. Thank you, guys. Uh, my name is Avi. I run the governance team at Flipside Crypto uh, overall. Uh, so Ian, oh, Jess and Ian are joining. Awesome. Jess uh, does data engineering for both our Flipside governance team as well as the broader Flipside Crypto org. Um, and Ian uh, wears many hats. He is the lead protocol specialist on Osmosis as well as across the rest of our uh, Cosmos partners as well as he does front end and, and some uh, product building for us as well. Um, probably helpful for, for the crowd is to give a little context on Flipside Crypto as a whole and what we do. Uh, so the simplest way to understand is kind of two sides of the org that uh, work together uh, to, you know, uh, with, our, with our partners. So um, on the data side, we're ingesting blockchain data in real time um, and putting it in, turning it into uh, human readable code and making it basically accessible for analytics. So uh, we're basically just curating on-chain data and making it super easy for analysts to get and derive insights from. On top of that, we built a product uh, pretty extensive. We have a uh, SDK as well as SQL queryable database, uh, data visualization studio and tools. So everything any analyst or uh, uh, you know researcher needs to get really deep into the data. Uh, we cover you know tons of chains across Ethereum and EVM, uh, a ton of Cosmos chains, Solana. So we kind of have a a view that every ecosystem really you know kind of want to bridge the the knowledge gap between these ecosystems as well as provide direct services to each one because they'll each have their own kind of distinct needs. On the other side of the org, uh, we have basically an insights engine and, and a protocol advocacy team and governance. So this is our way that we essentially use the community of analysts that are leveraging our data. And this is where we work directly with communities uh, like Evmos or Redeep and Osmosis, uh, Redeep and Axelar to work directly with those communities to understand needs and what, what core teams need and basically understand insights across the ecosystem that can help it grow. Um, and then drilling into our governance team that we run, uh, we're a professionalized delicate org that basically helps DAOs operate efficiently, get through whatever, um, you know, aspects of governance or holding it up or, or need to be uh, dove into, uh, as well as just like helping the efficiency of it. And, and we're seeing that the need for that and kind of um, streamlining and enhancing uh, governance processes in general for, for these orgs to become more decentralized. Uh, teams need to be, you know, focused directly on, on helping make those things more efficient. So, uh, yeah, so that's basically what we do in a nutshell, a lot to dig into. And we're here because we're uh, about to get really deep into FMOS and apply for a grant and start doing doing all the things that we do. Uh, so we're, we're really pumped to be here. Awesome. Yeah, that, that's really great to hear. Um, you know, these kind of tools and utilities to give people uh, this kind of knowledge in a more digestible fashion, I think, benefits everyone. It's nice to hear that you guys are coming around because you planned on getting a grant application in. Um, I've, I've seen some more things. The question that I have for you off the top of my head is, um, what drives the team to do what you guys do? You know, what, what gives you that motivation to go forward? Is it purely because you're into DeFi? Is it purely like a Cosmos thing? You know, what gives you that drive? No, that's a great question. I think 
Um, that's one thing I'm struck by, like the broader Flipside team, is that we have a deep belief in you know the success of you know crypto and blockchain. We believe in the tech and how world changing it can be, and kind of all that fluffy, idealistic stuff that dives into it. I think for me personally, a lot of other folks, uh, specifically for Cosmos ecosystem, I say this a lot. Where um, if you were to build an ecosystem from scratch in the tech, like you would build Cosmos, right? I really, really believe in like the core tenets of it. How each zone has its own independent way to to roll out the, the advantages of IBC and interoperability. Um, and then I obviously really love Evmos's approach to kind of bridging the EVMs that I think you start to create this broader network of ecosystems that really start to, uh, you can start to envision the, the true power of, of blockchain and how it would kind of grow and scale uh, to service kind of, you know, a broader, broader group. So um, that really has driven a lot of the interest from our team and broader team for focusing on Cosmos. So I think it definitely, a core belief in the tech and then obviously seeing that in order for this to have success in ecosystems like Cosmos and Evmos um, really need to really need to succeed. And so uh, it really aligns generally with our core ethos as an, as an org. And so we're really starting to look across the ecosystem and say, hey, where are the teams that are doing the coolest things and, um, and where can we, do we feel we can provide the most value and uh, that's kind of the where, where we're operating from. And I'd love to hear if, if Jess or Ian um, have anything to add there. Yeah, sure. I can share my personal motivation. I think that my personal interest in Evmos was kind of sparked by my interest in blockchain scaling solutions and how you have these two competing narratives and app chains, Cosmos zones, and then the Ethereum layer twos. I see Evmos as kind of, both of these um, theories coming together in one place. And I think that's just going to be a fantastic and a super interesting narrative going forward. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, like I said, this this is really cool to see right? when you have these, uh, you know, convergent ideals where you have these teams with the same ideology and the same, uh, you know, outlook going forward, coming together to make these kind of things happen. And uh, I look forward to the uh, grant application process from you guys. And I've seen some of the work you do. And um, I have nothing but respect for the amount of work that you guys put into this. And it's going to be really interesting to see what um, you have going forward. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're really pumped to get involved. We've been doing a ton of work in osmosis and, uh, you know, getting deep in the community there. And I think, you know, our view and one of the things we think it sets the team apart and how we operate is, you know, in Evmos, governance is very important, right? And that's where a lot of key decisions are being made. And we really orient our services and kind of the way we think through that lens. And so uh, I think that's what gets, especially the, our governance team really excited is the opportunity to get in there and start voting and having impact and um, using, you know, the the core data that we have as an organization to help drive those decisions. Uh, I think that governance in general across ecosystems we've played in and protocols just tends to uh, be contentious at times, as we all know. Um, and I think one way to cut through that and find some kind of clarity or, uh, you know, consensus when the noise is to just rely on the data and data-driven insights to to provide a bit of clarity and foundation. And so, um, I think that's where we operate a lot from too, and we hope to be able to bring that to to Evmos. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Governance is a really great spot to have this kind of information handy to make everyone's lives easier and to improve the flow of governance. Again, thanks so much. Thank you, guys. It's awesome. All right, uh, go ahead and turn it back over to you with the main Evmos account. All righty. Yeah. Uh... I wish I could say it was it was great listening to you folks speak, but I literally couldn't hear anything. I really appreciate Kilo for, for coordinating that, and I'll listen to the recording. I'm sure whatever the discussion was about was fantastic. Uh, on a personal note, I am really excited about uh, uh, Flipside in general, so uh, I'm very eager to, like I mentioned, listen to the recording after this. Um, all right, so I think that just about does it for um, our main agenda here. Uh, the thing to, to remember is that uh, some time ago, Evmos announced that it is winding, the Evmos Core Development team announced that it's winding down 
its uh, grants program uh, in favor of a community-driven one. Um, and so that, that program, uh, one of the potential uh, community-led approach has been funded in the form of ENCODE. Um, and I've uh, pinned that tweet with more information to the proposal and whatnot to uh, this call for your perusal. Now, I think we can uh, move into the Q&A section. Um, so at this point, folks, uh, if you are an audience member and have a question for somebody up here in the audience, that's the MS4 development team, uh, Stride team, and Flipside Crypto team, um, you can raise your hand and we'll bring you up here on stage to uh, ask any of us directly about, you know, what your questions, queries, or concerns are. Um, but if we have nobody from the audience who wants to come up here, what I think we'll do is we will take a look at the questions from the community in the Discord. So once again, that is discord.gg slash evmos. And for those of you unfamiliar now, while we're at it, um, you can navigate over to the Commonwealth, uh, which is the Evmos community's governance forums uh, in order to see any sort of grant proposals that are up there or any discussions that have been happening happening that pertain to Evmos governance more generally. All right, and then that URL is uh, commonwealth.im slash Evmos, letter I, letter M slash Evmos. Right, so as for the questions from the community for now, uh, we have somebody who has just raised their hand. Uh, uh, we have Prakash. Let's wait for them to connect. Um, and in addition to that, we have a question from Mr. Sir that we can get started with here. Um, so uh, Mr. Sir asks, is Stride going to be enabled in the testnet before February 13th, before Stride's launch date, essentially. So that is a question for Riley up here. Riley, do you guys plan on rolling out to testnet? Yes, we are in the process of setting that up right now. Uh, so Perfect. that should be that should be live soon. Yeah. Uh, any any specific date where testers can can hop in and and check out how that works? I don't think we have a specific date yet, but I would expect it in the next week. Gotcha. So. Just for context, Mr. Sir here is from the Orbital Apes team, uh, who you know build DApps uh, on top of Evmos and also run validators. And so I imagine that this kind of information is is very pertinent to both those groups, developers and also validators, to have to understand testing timelines. Nice. Yeah. And if you want to work directly with us on um, any integrations on Testnet, feel free to reach out. Super. Um, we have Prakash up here on stage. Prakash, do you want to go ahead and ask your question? Yes, um, I've been uh, following Evmon since the airdrop day and staking since day one. Uh, so um, uh, I've, I've had like pretty high hopes in the past. Of course, there was a price drop and things like that. Uh, but I recently see there's this Canto fork running and all that. And uh, a lot of uh, the things, uh, you know, the community spoke about is like, you know, the lack of dApps, uh, you know, diffusion being one. Uh, other than that, uh, I personally use diffusion. But other than that, I kind of see lack of uh, dApps and, you know, uh, that have kind of, uh, uh, you know, daily interaction or usage. Yeah. So, so what's your focus on how do you plan to kind of go forward to incentivize yeah, DAP development and onboarding of users? Uh, do you have a plan there, uh, especially also to kind of counter Canto? And another question was like, you know, you said there, were, there would be like distribution of testness uh, rewards. Um, I remember, I guess, a uh, long time back, there was like, you know, minting some, minting of some testness, NFTs and things like that on the Evmos chain. And so I just wanted to know more details about uh, the eligibility of the testness in the past and uh, when will that rewards be distributed? Yeah, so let me answer your questions in reverse. So the testnet rewards that we're speaking of are for qualified actions that were taken uh, last year during the test, the incentivized testnet period. Um, all the rules and uh, uh, guidelines, et cetera, for that are specified uh, in the relevant 
Olympus Mons blog post. So if you go to Edmos.blog and look up the Mars meteor missions, um, that's sort of the, the rule set that you can uh, follow in order to understand whether you're eligible. If you have any questions, uh, the community mods can help direct you to more information in the Discord. So once again, that's discord.gg slash Edmos to understand whether or not you've qualified. And uh, as far as um, the distribution goes, this is a, a community-driven distribution um, that is mediated by governance. And so uh, once the governance upgrade for V11 happens, um, all eligible participants should see their rewards uh, you know, on their accounts as being staked to uh, random validators. Uh, hopefully that, that answers your question. Um, yeah. And for your second question, yeah, sure. oh, sorry, perfect. And for your second question regarding Kanto, so uh, not sure how many people know this or not, but uh, Kanto is actually built with uh, technology from the MOS core development team. Uh, so it is uh, built uh, you know, with our support. Um, they leverage Ethermint, the same as Evmos. And the reason Ethermint was made open source and available to other teams to develop with in the first place was so that uh, we could see many more EVM chains within the Cosmos ecosystem. We believe this is an important next step in Evmos's evolution, right? In, in, in evolving the mission and vision of both Cosmos, but also specifically Evmos. You'll understand more of this once the roadmap drops. Um, and we'll be publishing, uh, you know, a few blog posts in the coming months over the course of the next year to sort of elaborate on why this is actually important for, for the Cosmos ecosystem, why it's important to have more EVM chains, more smart contract chains uh, that leverage Ethermint technology uh, in the long run, and why all of this will end up uh, making, you know, Evmos kind of like a focal point within this burgeoning Ethermint ecosystem. Um, but yeah, more on this later. Uh, hope you stick around to listen in. But yeah, we're super excited about uh, the Kanto launch. I think it's Purely a great thing, and um, keep do keep in mind that Kanto is doing something entirely different from from what Evmos is is trying to work on. Whereas Evmos is focused on the next generation application uh, ex uh, end user experience, right? The cross chain end user experience. Kanto is is driven to you know offer um, a new DeFi experience. As far as I understand, uh, that team's mission. I can't speak for them, but uh, yeah, there are there are different goals in mind here. Yeah, uh, about uh, you know uh, more DApps uh, and you know getting their you know daily active users. Do you have a, uh, a plan to incentivize uh, DApp development on them to stimulate usage? Uh, anything of those sorts? Well, so as the Stride team mentioned, one of the core barriers for uh, DApps seeing usage on Evmos has been that uh, there is sort of this like cannibalization of, of uh, yields that come from dApps built on Evmos via staking rewards, right? Of course, you know, we don't want to, to, to compromise on Evmos's security. And that's why we think, you know, it's important that uh, Evmos commun uh, uh, the chain itself continues to incentivize staking rewards. Now keep in mind, Evmos is building for the long-term. Right, and it's building for a new breed of applications that have never been seen in the past. Um, and so, focusing on traditional metrics like, you know, things like TVL or, or even volume are not as important to the team at this time. Uh, at the sacrifice of like building out entirely new experiences. Right. So that's what I'll say. I hope the forthcoming roadmap and mission vision. Uh, make that clear uh, and really hammer that point home. As far as how we're supporting developers, I think the number one goal for us is... Uh-oh. I didn't catch the last bit of uh, what you said. I couldn't hear anything from you. Anyone Anyone else be able to hear from the main event? Yeah, even I didn't hear the response. I thought... Yeah, so... 
can you, can you guys hear me? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. Um, yeah. So the main the main problem right now is a kind of cannibalization of um, staking rewards and uh, how the protocol itself is competing with its own DeFi applications. And for that, I think we, we believe that liquid staking is one of the main uh, functionalities that we can offer as a chain, so that um, there's more um staking rewards that can now be used uh on the most DeFi, and for that um Riley just mentioned here that stride plays a key role in in enabling that um to the other thing there's there are going to be unique functionalities uh that we're going to be offering to other applications in order to incentivize new use cases new like a new generation of applications like the main Evmos accounts account was explaining a little bit uh, earlier. And so for that, the, the incentivization part is, okay, like how can we support these uh, new generation of apps that is, uh, hasn't been able to be built before because there was that technology wasn't there. And at Evmos, we're a community of builders. We've always been. Um, we want to align with other chains that are uh, leveraging our technology, the Ethermint library that we've built. And um, yeah, so we need to we need to be able to better interoperate and enable enable these unique use cases for them so that they can um, use IVC, create IVC apps on Solidity, or um, leverage the staking module directly via uh, the EVM and and so that they can tap into the core uh, Cosmos functionalities um, while expanding their outreach by using IVC, for example. So that's kind of like how we try to incentivize on how we can uh, expand the utility of of Evmos as as a chain and and prevent these. Uh, um competition cannibalization as it was mentioned before between um the fmos taking rewards and the um DeFi applications cool awesome not sure if um anyone else requested yeah uh I see riley dropped to the audience and came back there you go riley we got you back Okay, um, any other questions from the audience? Anyone wanna raise their hand or toss a question in our Discord and we can try to go ahead and get those answered before we finish up here. Um, looks like we're having a little bit of technical difficulties from the main Evmos account right now. So if there's not much to follow up on, that's okay. Let's see here. And of course, um, as we were mentioning before, we are gonna be releasing our roadmap tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday, and so we'll be looking for your feedback on what you guys think it's the most important uh, from this room. I would love to hear what you guys' thoughts are. Um, so feel free to comment on the Twitter uh, account and, and be involved in the conversation on Discord and on Telegram as well. Um, we're actively looking for feedback on, on what are the things that we should be prioritizing. If you think that we're completely wrong in our assumptions, we'd love to hear why. Um, but um, we believe that this is this roadmap will put Evmos first and hugely benefit all the new generation of applications like we were mentioning before and put Evmos as the main EVM in the Cosmos ecosystem, uh, developing different tier of um, of applications. Yeah. Okay. Um, with no more follow-up questions and no hands that I see, I think we're going to go ahead and end this call here. Thank you, everyone that came up on stage to speak. Thank you, everyone who tuned in to listen. Over 100 of you. Uh, we had a lot of really awesome topics. We had a lot of really great speakers. It was a pretty dense event. Um, these calls are recorded, so you can come back to give it a listen again if you had missed anything or if there's something that you want to get some clarity on. Uh, you know, all the people here 
uh, did really fantastic. You can reach out to Flipside or you can reach out to Stride. Or you can reach out to some of the others here, myself or Fetty even. Uh, if you have further questions, we'll see you in the Discord. And again, thank you everyone for joining us and we can't wait to see you next time. Bye everybody. Bye everyone. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Evmos Community Call, recorded on Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support, man. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handed reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Over shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big drip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Terror spaces.